again to The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Nick Jimenez. Welcome That's back. Right. We're, yeah, we're not, uh, we're, not the, we're not doing the long way around right now. Today <sighs> we're talking about the 2016 Christmas special, the return of Dr. Mysterio. Uh, so full spoilers on for that if you haven't seen it yet. Um, we're, we're not going to... Yeah, we're not going to waste time on uh, on a no-spoiler section, section. So just make sure that you've seen the episode before uh, you are uh, listening to this. The first, last, and only Doctor Who story of 2016. No, don't say that. That's why this year's been terrible. It's true. <laughs> and uh, I mean, maybe, this is, maybe I'm the only one who thinks this is interesting. This is also the fourth episode in a row of Doctor Who... To be written by Stephen Moffat. Oh wow! Which means only time only time that's happened before was toward the end of Russell T's era. Oh yeah, yeah. Which means that um, I don't know if he's writing the first two or just the the premiere. But when another episode of Doctor Who comes out in 2017, which you know that's going to be written by someone else. That person will have written the first non-Moffat episode of Doctor Who in over two years. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's insane. So just um, some inter- interesting statistics going into this. Yeah. So uh, I, first of all, I just need to say that I'm sorry for spoiling this episode for everyone last week because apparently oh. I was like spot on with what I thought this episode was gonna be about I oh. forgot that con- I forgot that conversation was on mic <laughs> yeah yeah it was you know but um, you know you 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 sp- I, only, I almost said ruined but you totally didn't ruin it you spoiled like literally the first two minutes of the episode yeah I guess that's true but uh yeah but I don't um <laughs> yeah <laughs> I well that's I, I just know that Moffat has a, a you know a penchant for repeating himself, right? And because uh, he I don't know if it's that he just doesn't think he got it he nailed it the first time so he's like I'm gonna try that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know why he does that, but he repeats yeah. himself a lot. So we should say that different. I don't I don't none of us know. It's kind of like it's kind of like a white elephant. None of us know what the other one thought of the episode. Scott got done watching it literally like like twenty minutes ago. Oh yeah, right. same. <laughs> uh, so I, I'll, I will say this on Christmas Eve night, <laughs> like I have done since I was a lad. Except uh, now, Christmas of, Eve no, night, Christmas, Christmas night, Christmas night, as in like the night of Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Day night. Christmas Day night. <laughs> Day night. Uh, I will say this right off the bat: the thing, the element that I was most worried about Mm -hmm. was Nardole. He wasn't terrible in this. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't great. He wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. I really, really like Nardole. Really, I don't. Yeah, I think he's fun. I, I, I haven't, I haven't watched. I almost called it a day with River Song, which makes it sound like a frog and toad book. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched the Husbands of River Song in a year and one day. But uh, so I don't remember what Nardle was like in that episode. But I really like him, and I, I thought he was funny. Um, he he had a lot of high pitched squeals. Well, even um, that one scene of, when stuff was exploding, 
lots of pig noises and heavy worried breathing and <laughs> I mean he was like he was like a he was like a, a sweaty fat cartoon character. See, I thought he was I thought he was mostly chill in Oh, are you talking about Husbands of River Song? Husbands of River Song. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like in this episode he was mostly like chill and yeah. kind of like he almost reminded me kind of like the way he was dressed and his demeanor, he kinda reminded me of like a Winnie the Pooh character. Mm, I could see that. Or like a Paddington. He did do that. He did do that thing that Cassandra hates, which is that he drove the TARDIS. Yeah. yeah. But we learned <laughs> that he's been a companion for a long time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That whole that whole 24 years thing was really weird because I was like, but time is meaningless for the doctor. So what was he just like hanging out, like watching over this kid for 24 years? Well, it, no, felt because- a little, it felt a little snowmeny. In terms yeah. of like, we're we're gonna wring angst out of this character. Oh, oh, you mean you mean Moffat was repeating himself? The no. the last night of um, he was with River Song was twenty four years. Yeah. Oh, so she just died. Yeah. 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 Oh, remember because okay. like like how long is a day on this planet? Like twenty four years. Shagtown population two. Yeah, but then why? <laughs> but why? So it's just a coincidence that it's been 24 years since he gave that kid yeah, superpower? Yeah, because that, that line that Capaldi has, and he goes, 24 years. Uh, it, it, no, it would be that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, oh, oh are you okay. kidding me, universe? You're going okay. <laughs> to do okay. that to me? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, overall, I, I actually really like this. I, I think the one thing that I've learned from Doctor Who, from the Moffat era specifically... Uh, they need to fire whoever edits their trailers because oh my god, they're yeah. really they're really bad at their job. Oh, good. So we all liked it. It was fine. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, like, it, was fun. It, was, it was fun. It was probably um, out of any episode in the Moffat era, I I would say that this is the one that reminded me the most of Russell T Davies. And a good, you know what? Speaking to what Scott was saying, the trailers made it seem like like dumb and and like silly in an obnoxious way but i thought it ended up being very dumb and silly in a very charming and offensive way yeah yeah i agree yeah. um we, i mean we'll go it into was, what it we was, i will say it was weird having so few british people in an episode of doctor well so few british well, british accents um yeah accents that's well that's cool. what i meant characters Characters, yeah. Characters, yeah. Um, some really rough American accents. Uh, not to be mm. a jerk about it, but um, I thought the well, I thought the 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 PR like the CJ Craig of that evil organization, that black guy. Yeah, I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like his accent is sort of like the go-to. It reminds me of um, the guy in uh, I. Uh, what is what is his. The guy, Patterson Joseph, the guy that was almost the doctor. Oh, yeah. Was, the guy with the ears. Yeah. Well, like he was in, um, he was in. Uh, well, that's not the guy Jack- with the I, I was thinking of Alonzi. Alonzo. No, no, no. The guy, um, the guy from uh, Patterson Joseph is the guy who was in the Weakest Link episode of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. And then. Uh, Thanks for reminding the, uh, me of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he was, he was like a kind of a dark mysterious figure in Moffat's Jekyll and he had like exactly the same American accent mm-hmm. as 
this guy. Huh. Have we talked about American accents of the doctors a history? <laughs> what? I'm I I'm I'm fascinated by both Matt Smith and Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant's. So I guess not both. I'm, their their American accents are so interesting to me. Yeah. And that they're not I, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eccleston's oh, like, is probably I, the best, right? Yeah. And the leftovers. Eccleston's is the best, and I think Tennant's is fine when he when he's doing it on a regular basis, like. I watched the American Broadchurch remake. Ooh. Um, and oh, it so that was, was you. rough. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was rough in the beginning, but it like steadily got better over time because I think he just needs to practice it a lot. Do you remember that? Remember Rex is not your lawyer? Yeah, that was a really that, I that pilot was uh, that was a rough American accent. That was mm-hmm. real rough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good times. Um, I, uh, you know what I, what, and I've said this for a long time, uh-huh. and I always get weird looks from, especially from the people in the uh, circles that I find myself in. Like most of them hate Moffat. Like they think that he's like a sexist tool. Um, and Stephen Moffat, sexist tool. Yeah, <laughs> I've said. I've said over and over again that they should let Stephen Moffat write a Superman movie. And I, this just proved it to me. Like I, I was like, yeah, I mean, he, he understands like the fun part of Superman, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I, I will say, okay. So the weakest link of this episode for me, I, I, I found myself like eye rolling, in the back to the back of my head during the uh the interview date rooftop scenes for some reason i just i thought those were like kind of cheesy in a bad way actually everything involving i keep wanting to call him narwhal which is actually he kind of looks like a narwhal <laughs> um, how great would it be if doc, the doctor's companion if the doctor's new companion was just a narwhal with matt <laughs> lucas's voice the greatest thing ever hello <laughs> Go along, Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, I mean, I don't know. I thought the whole, like, oh, see, the guy's been behind the glass. The nanny's been there all along, stupid lady. I thought that was a little cheesy in a bad way, but it it, it didn't ruin the episode for me. It just kind of was like, oh, this. I, I, I don't know. That's, I, I, he's playing with the superhero tropes. So, like, it didn't bother me. Like, I, it was cheesy in a bad way, but, like, in a good way. I don't know. Yes, like, it was think? just, like... Of the the date thing? Like yeah, but, or, or just the, the, the ghost and uh, Mrs. Lombard as, like, their whole plot, their their story. I mean, it was, like, super tropey and predictable, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you want for Christmas? Like, yeah, something point. comforting, I guess. I mean, it was mm-hmm. cute. Like, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of something that would... It reminded me of a 90s superhero movie. Yeah. Mm, it actually reminds me of like a 70s superhero movie. Well, yeah. Movie. I mean, like, like, like anything pre, like... Spider-Man yeah, or X-Men. He's definitely going for a uh, Superman the movie thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the uh, the Superman reference in like the very first... In, like After the cold open? 
when he was like, oh, our, our usual speakers, Mr. Mr. Spe- Mr. Siegel and Mr. Schuster are out. So I'm going to be taking over. Oh, and I was like, ah, I'm off it. <laughs> and he was like, ah, oh, Nicholas. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, he's he's in my house. No, sorry. It's early. <laughs> I was really mad. I was really mad at the doctor for drawing in that poor kid's comic book. Oh, that was a, okay. Yeah, a yeah. But oh my god, that scene! I I think this is I think I, I think this is one of Cabaldi's best performances as a doctor yet. Um, I it think was he, really good. He was so good, and like he was like, see if you notice something. Putting it totally straight, he was like Clark Kent and Superman are one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I was like, I throughout this, I was kind of like picturing Matt Smith. In this episode, I was like, this episode would be unbearable. Yes. Yeah. It'd be too, like, off the It would be, walls. like, yeah, it'd be really obnoxious. Yeah. It's sort of like, guys, if Matt Smith is the cat in the hat, then Capaldi is the Grinch. Aww. But, but, <laughs> Bless post, his heart. but post, post his heart and expanding. <laughs> That's funny. Because he kind of offsets the... The the cheesiness of I mean, there's that great line where he's like, "Look, some situations are too stupid to even continue." Yeah, <laughs> he kind of walks like the Grinch. He's got like a little slouch, and he has like T Rex arms a lot. Yeah, and like you can imagine, you can imagine Doctor Seuss drawing Peter Capaldi. Yeah, yeah. His eyebrows and like his his shoes would curl. Right. Uh, yeah. And Matt and Matt Lucas kind of looks like a who. He does. I, I will say I thought it was funny that Nardole was in this because he his only purpose in the entire episode is to say that last line about <laughs> River. Yeah. Yeah. Like because I, I feel like Moffat was just like, I he has to have somebody who knows about this because otherwise what's he gonna how's the audience gonna know what's going on? I, I did like the left hook that it was River and not Clara. Clara. He he still doesn't remember Clara. Well, no, I know. That's what I. That's why I was like mad the whole episode because I was oh, like, "Oh, I know, I know, yeah, yeah." Just like instantly get his memory back. This yeah. is stupid. Yeah. I, I wasn't saying that to imply that you had forgotten that. I was just saying it to like, yeah. And that, right. that funny that it, unlike past, you know, kind of like um, last Christmas, I like that they're actually sticking with a sad thing that happened instead of like instantly retconning it. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. yeah I, I. I. I liked how. I don't know. I thought I, I think I think they just gave Matt Lucas more stuff to do that kind of played to his strengths as opposed to his stuff that I'm not so crazy about. Like, I, 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 I love that weird little throwaway joke where he was the king of Constantinople. Yeah, um, I thought that was funny. And just I like that he's concerned with the doctor's mental state more than the adventure. I think like I like, you know, because like past companions have been a little bit like you're my escape you'll save me from my 20s and i just like that nardle's like <laughs> you're using like you're using this adventure to like get away from your problems you know what i mean but i yeah. don't know i just I, I like and i'm looking forward to what he's going to bring to I, i'm no longer dreading him being on the show which is a big step up from like two days ago <laughs> yeah That's fair. and i like his I jackets i think he looks I, like how long there. how long has he been reconstructed though oh who knows um, I just find it weird that he's so emotionally attached to the doctor. Well, like, how long have they- I mean, yeah, the timeline's a little wonky. If if you had a head, like your head was like 
disconnected from your body, but you were still conscious, I think I would be really grateful to whoever fixed me. Well, yeah, but being grateful and, like, caring about their well-being. Yeah, that's true. So, like, okay, so, so, okay, so River dies, or River River leaves the planet to go be in Science of the Library, Scott's favorite episode. And, yep. <laughs> and so then he's like, I'm lonely. And then he, like, goes... <laughs> And he finds that that dead robot thing, reaches in, pulls out Matt Lucas's head, and he's like, come on. And then they have enough adventures to where he can, to where Nardle can independently operate the TARDIS, establish the doctor, like kind of get a mental map of the doctor. And because there's even that, that he has that joke where. Um, the doc where the where uh, uh, Goku is like, oh, you can't pay your bill. <laughs> Sorry, you can't pay bills being you know saving the world. And Ardo's like, oh, you don't have to tell us. So he, he's he's I don't know. This is I'm pulling this number out of my butt, but like he 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 he, he operates like he's had more than like ten adventures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd have to have like a hundred if he can drive the TARDIS. True, and he's like. He and he had his own little time adventure. He 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 kind of pulled a doctor in that he was like, "Oh, I was the king of Constantinople. I I was firm but kind. Whatever." Yeah. So maybe maybe he maybe he spent those twenty four years with River, sent her off to the library, and then picked up Nardle, and then was has been like bumming around the universe with him for a few years. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah, a few years of adventures that we didn't get to see because there was no Doctor Who this year. Yeah, it, and did you know it, it vindicated the line in the trailer? Where he's like, "I was gone, but I'm back." That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, that trailer was so bad. The trailer was, it was really. Bad. They need to fire their trailer person. Like, wow, <laughs> they need to hire the dude that cut the Suicide Squad trailers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a whole company. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, so yeah, um, it was fun. There, were, I, I, I loved the, I loved how over it Capaldi was. I mean, not, not, not Capaldi, but twelve, like with the alien, with the invasion. Oh, oh, the, the, <laughs> the weird Christmas joke. He was like, oh, Christmas. It's usually an invasion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was fun. Like it was, it was a, he was, it was a fun kind of over it. Not like a, well, then why are we watching this kind of over it. Um, yeah, Scott, I want to talk to you about a very special uh, needle drop. Oh yeah, no, I noticed it. That was awesome. I was like, I was like, oh, we're in 1990. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a needle drop from uh, the World's End. Um, oh really? Loaded yeah, yeah. By when, Primal when, Scream. Yeah, when he's in high school and is oh, like afraid of X-ray yeah. vision or whatever. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's from that's from the World's End. <laughs> I was like 1990. <laughs> um, I was a little bit disappointed when he was a manny because I was kind of into just him being a single father. Like when he went to go take care of that baby, I'm like, oh, what an interesting choice. He said, oh, no, he's a, he's a man child. It's still Moffat. Well, yeah, I don't know. I liked that he was a, I liked that he was a nanny. Yeah. Because um, I liked. Dr. Mysterio said, I liked what? It, well, I liked it as the, as a, um, 
as like his mild manner because like you can't get more mild mannered than that. Like I like the idea that that Moffat was like, who is the absolute last person you would expect to be a superhero? And then he looked out of his doorway and saw his male nanny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, that guy <laughs> who's the most spineless. <laughs> Christopher, you're going to be Aww. in an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Christopher, <laughs> you must mock it. Oh my god! So what? Uh, did, so what do we think of Justin and that, Chatwin and Christopher as uh, actually uh, Justin Chatwin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guy from Bad Shameless, you're going to be in an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Yeah, Bad Shameless is going on its eighth season now, so. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah, keeping keeping Chicago uh, Teamsters paid. Yeah. Um, I thought Justin Chatwin was fine. I don't remember if I like him or not. It's been so long since I saw him in anything. I don't yeah, think I've ever seen him in anything. Did you ever see War of the Worlds? No. Did you ever see... Nope, that's it. um he is i mean he's he was fine i guess i my my issue like there's two things that they need to do one uh i i I, they need to fire their trailer guy and two i don't know who designed his stupid ghost costume but they should be fired too Uh, yeah that ghost costume i don't know it's it. I mean, again, I got a '90s vibe. It looked like the costume for Meteor Man. Yeah, but that's not a good thing. I don't. No, it's not a good thing at all. But like, it, 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 it was stupid. <laughs> Period. Yeah, you're right. It was stupid. But it didn't. It didn't yeah. like. I didn't hate it whenever I saw it on the screen. I was just like, the first time I saw it. I was oh, like, I that's, that's a stupid costume. I did. I thought it was distractingly bad. Uh. I I think they could have simplified it like a lot. Like, why is it black? What's the point of that? Because he's you know, the ghost. Yeah, ghosts are black, Scott. Oh, ghosts <laughs> oh. are black. I didn't oh, know that. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So if you if you go by the ghost and your costume is all white, like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, not white, but like, I don't know, like gray, gray. Yeah, gray. Oh, you know what would have been cool. Because this is a Christmas episode and he got his powers on Christmas, end of reason this is a Christmas special, it would have been cool if his costume was sort of like Jacob Marley inspired or like or like that kind of ghost, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But he's not, he isn't that kind of ghost. He's like the super cheesy, over-the-top Superman ghost. So I, I don't know, I didn't mind the costume. It was dumb, but it kind of fit. Uh, I hate, cool, um, I just... I hate crab masks. Like any hero that has a crab mask, I just that's what it. that's called. Yeah, it's called a crab mask. That's because it looks like you just have a crab on your face. No, why? No, why wasn't that his superhero name? Crab mask. Crab mask. <laughs> crab mask. He is real. <laughs> oh man. So the crab mask. <laughs> we finally meet. Not a fan. Um. What do you think of that gay joke? Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Good old Moff. Yeah. Not my favorite. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't... I don't... mm, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what my favorite part of this whole episode was? 
the best directed scene i think i love the the split screen scene oh yeah it felt really it felt like really um Farcy. Well, you love you love uh, Angley Hulk, so that makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> you talk about it a lot. You bring it up. Yeah. Well, it made a big impression on me. It felt super <laughs> like like Babysitters Club, like early '90s, like sitcom. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was um. There was uh oh the part uh the the line that made me laugh the hardest was uh when when Nardle and and the doctor after Nardle comes and picks him up in his Constantinople king outfit uh and they're like they're like running like through the lobby or whatever and he's just like it's the middle of the day like aren't you afraid that we're going to get caught and he's like he's like no I I I like put a bunch of pokemon in the yeah. lobby <laughs> I okay. hit like a, a major Pokemon event in the lobby, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, they 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 thought Pokemon Go would still be a thing now." <laughs> to be but fair, wrote this a year ago. I mean, yeah. it kind of is. I know I well, see people who play it. Yeah, not not to the point where it would work as a distraction for. Oh, that's true. That that in particular, Scott felt like a super Russell T. Davisy joke. Oh yeah, um, totally. Like I, also, I said, I got I got a big Russell T vibe from most of this story. I also loved the line after that where the guy was like, you're not supposed to be here. And he goes, like, I know it's terrible. I'm doing everything in my power to stop. <laughs> um, I liked when he gave the bad guy a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's like they it's like it's like they finally were like, oh, right. Peter Capaldi can be really funny. We should probably give him like a. F- I think this is definitely this is definitely his funniest episode as the Twelfth Doctor. Is it? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been too long. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I mean, between one where he have would we ever watched Doctor Who before? Because I can't remember. Right. Well, because there was the one where the moon had to have an abortion. There's <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> a barrel of laughs. talk about that terrible episode um so yeah it was you know what after after the year we've had and no doctor who for a year which isn't even in my top 50 bad things to have happened this year right i i was like i found myself i was having so much fun watching it maybe it was the whiskey maybe (laughs) it was the christmas cookies but i had fun watching it Cass, did you have a favorite part or a part that annoyed you other than Nardle driving the TARDIS? Um, I think my favorite part is when the the doctor is kind of doing his like I'm the doctor basically run showdown with the aliens. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Um I just really miss Capaldi. I was yeah. like oh, yeah. I I was really, really, really not into this going into it. And then he showed up and I was like, oh, yeah, I love you. You're the greatest. So, Oh, when the when the when when the kid thought that he was Santa. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah, I love the bit where he the guy pulls out the gun and he like turns it around and he's like, yeah, good luck. Good. Yeah. Good luck trying to explain this as a defensive thing when you're shooting us in the back. Yeah. (laughs) I, I like that. I was like, oh, that's that's ballsy. I like that. It was a good little. It was it was like, oh, I've never seen that before. 
Yeah. Which um, is crazy because it seems like an obvious move, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. I liked the little moment where um, I, 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 I like it when something you thought was like kind of a dumb throwaway joke turns into a plot thing. Like when they're they're looking at the map and he's like, look, they're taking out all of the all of the capitals. And Nardo's like, you know, because all capital is it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, that was kind of funny. But then it's like, oh, whoa, that's like why that that's why he said that that, that dumb thing. Right. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. So I also I, I really liked I also really liked um the uh the bit where he he hands him the jewel in a glass of water. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, he said you're the doctor. Like, yeah, he said you're the doctor. You can't me a thing that looked like medicine in a glass of water. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> like not swallow it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, main thing we were worried about or complaining about last week, they totally granted it's a crock of s, but they found a way to make superpowers work in the mythos of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's a weird, stupid moon diamond, (laughs) weird, stupid moon diamond. And and that gives him all the powers of Superman for some reason, because that's what he wanted, Scott. It's the called the the ghost of wishes and wants or something. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. I forget what the title is, but basically it's like a wishing stone. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Adding adding ammo to my theory that we should consider Doctor Who um, fantasy, space fantasy instead of science fiction. Ooh. I think it can do both. I think it can do both, but I definitely think the Moffat era is more like space magic. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Russell T definitely is. But I think I think with Doctor Who, Russell it's more of like an ep- magic. I think it's more of an episode, like an episode to episode basis. Right. Like one episode can be fantasy, and another one can be like hard science fiction. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because because like um, Moffat wrote that uh, Silurian two parter, and that was pretty hard sci fi. Like it wasn't totally fantasy. like like that was some that was some. Uh... Roger Sterling. Yeah. How do you say his name? Because a guy in Back to the Future reviews gave me a hard time for mispronouncing his name. Oh, uh, Sterling. Ron. 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 Rod, Rod Sterling. Rod, Rod Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, I called him Sterling, and a guy gave us three stars for it. Yeah, what? I remember that. Whatever. <laughs> um. So yeah, what a different. Wow, I did not think we would be having this conversation. Even last night, I was like, man. I'm having so much fun. I hope I'm not like the one defending this. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's no, not it was... the it's not the greatest thing, but it, I mean, I think we were also like really starved for new Doctor Who that I was like short of like fart jokes, like literally like Nardle just like speaking in fart language, like which we were kind <laughs> of thinking was going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was I don't know. I liked it. I I think watching it a second time. Um, might cement my opinion a little more, but mm-hmm. it was fun. I'll tell you what, I think though. It's, I, I think it was the strongest Capaldi Christmas special. You know what? I was just about to say, I would totally, if I was like at a party and someone was like, hey, would you rather watch Last Christmas, Dr. Mysterio, or um, Husbands of River Song? Husbands of River Song, I would be like, oh, put throw on that Dr. Mysterio-ish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or it's definitely like, uh, it's definitely his best, and I'd say 
again, I, I for me, like of the Moffat Christmas specials, oh, I would probably, oh. I'd probably rank it Christmas Carol, and then um, what was the name of that? Which one? Christmas Town. What was it? Oh, Time Time of the Doctor. Um, I, and I know I'm, I'm in the minority there. God, I wish it was called but Christmas Town. It should be called Christmas. Like, imagine if Matt Smith's final episode was just called <laughs> Christmas Town. I feel oh, like it's really imagine, <laughs> going, imagine going into it knowing, like, the final Doctor's, la- the fi- 11 Doctor's final story, Christmas Town. <laughs> yeah. What? But, but yeah, so I, I would probably go, I'd probably go uh, uh, Christmas Carol, Christmas Town, and Doctor Mysterio. Are probably my my three favorite Moffat Christmas specials. I'm going to make Scott mad and mm. say Christmas Carol, which kind of goes without saying. Doctor the Widow in the Wardrobe, <laughs> Doctor Mysterio. It doesn't make me mad. It just makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> um, because I like I like Doctor Who episodes that are like 90 minute Hallmark commercials. Yeah. <laughs> What's that store in the UK that always does like those special Christmas adverts every year and they're always like tearjerkers? Like, I have no idea. Like they did that one where it was like that night that Germany and, and, and Britain like oh, stopped fighting for Christmas yeah. night. And... I don't it reminds me of that. It reminds me of. Yeah. Anyway, our UK listeners, all two of them are like, this is why we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all two of them are saying this is why we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair. <laughs> um, so it kind of feels like we're we're wrapping up our discussion on this. Do we want to talk about the season ten trailer that came at the end of this? Yeah, I think we should. Was there a uh, uh, a date? No, just <sighs> I. Mava doesn't believe in dates like Russell T did. That's I loved Russell T because he was like, no, people need to know when the show's coming back. It's important. They need, they need yeah. to plan Moffat's their just like Moffat's like, ah, oh, we'll announce it a week before. It's fine. Uh, April is 79th, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm... not like they won't drop everything and watch. <laughs> Moffat is that guy who just shows up at your apartment without texting first, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's like Rorschach. Yeah. <laughs> Made some beans. <laughs> Good call. Um, I, I, I really liked it. Like I like that. Um, I, I, I like that. Bill. I don't know. Bill's vibe. I liked a lot. She serves chips. It's very rose. I think. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say. I like that she's blue collar. I like that there's a blue collar companion again. Uh huh. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I I liked it a lot. I mean, there wasn't anything that I really disliked in that trailer. Like, I'm just excited for the show to come back. I just wish it was coming back like next month instead of question. Whenever, mark. yeah. I'm choosing. I'm 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 gonna Babe Ruth it. I'm gonna point at the sky. I'm pointing at the sky. <laughs> April. Probably. April 2017. Probably. Yeah, probably. I I'm hoping for March personally. That would be dope. I'm hoping for March because I'm hoping that the only reason that it's not happening next month is because Sherlock is coming back. Oh, true. And then they need, and then they need a month to like promote Doctor Who. So I'm hoping like mid March. It's not fair to Sherlock. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> new so baby, because new we baby don't... needs more time than old baby. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't uh, have a date, we can't really bring the long way around back because we don't want to stop in the middle of a season. Yeah. Sorry, uh, everybody. So I know you're heartbroken. Yeah. So we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a uh, a little bit of a hiatus, and we're just gonna come back when the show comes back. Um, so I know we have we do have a few listeners who like really love listening to us every week. Oh, bless! And we genuinely yeah, so. thank them and love them for that. Um, yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed the long way around, listeners. I'm not the same man I was when you when you listened to Husband's River Song. That's true. You'd and never I seen know. Classic Who before. And I know things now that I didn't before. <laughs> what was it like? What was it like watching your first New Who episode after you know having seen cl- all of the Doctors now? Um, you know, it didn't. Yeah, it, it it didn't affect. I mean, this is such a lark of an episode. It didn't affect that much, but mm-hmm. like, it definitely. You know, like when we were watching Tooth and Claw, and David Tennant was like, "Oh, like my name is Jamie McCrumman." I was like, "Oh, I understand that reference now." Yeah. Like, it makes me more excited to eventually go back and watch new episodes or old episodes of New Who and kind of catch things or appreciate things like you and Cass have that maybe I was kind well, of... you're literally doing that now, so... Yes, yeah. so... <laughs> <It> awesome. <works. laughs> All yeah. right. Um, oh, did we... So, the doctor being a college professor, that's kind of interesting. Not the first time he will have been called professor. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, hopefully, which, hopefully this, which, you're, which is a character you're about to, you're going to meet in the next season of Long Way Around. Was he, was he a college professor in Family of Blood or whatever that thing was called? Yes. Uh, was like a college? Boys, like a boys school? Like a. Yeah, it was like a, like a prep school, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. With homegirl from space. Yeah. Where he was so professory, he actually wore a graduation outfit every day. It's kind Isn't of crazy 11? that that used to be like what graduation outfits were. Like it was a symbol of you being peers with your professors. Yeah, you just had to dress like Professor Slughorn every day. Yeah, Isn't that weird. I yeah, think it's, it's like it's a weird like symbol. Like I think we've forgotten what that what the purpose of those were. Because now on graduation day, like we see all of our teachers in the graduation outfits, and we're like, why are you wearing those? <laughs> like what? Like, what's the point of that? We used to um, have to wear these every day. Right. If, if they wore them every day, I think this you would you would remember the symbolism. But also, yeah, college would feel way more Hogwartsy if they had to dress like that every day. Oh, wouldn't it? I'd still be in college. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you never leave. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started college, I insisted on calling all of my professors professor because they made me feel like I was at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Professor, what's the reading? He's like, you can just call me Jones. I'm like, no, I'm, I will call you, you professor. Have the professor who's like, just call me by my first name. I don't like being called professor. I'm like, no, I don't want to sleep with you. No. <laughs> um, um, ooh, ooh. Remember how we were talking about, um, uh, the, uh, like, how we we're like, oh, I wish the doctor, I wish 12 had had, like, a Dickensian episode. He kind of does. He wears a top hat. Oh, true. They go back in time. Like old timey yeah. timeys. I can tell that the the wardrobe in crew the, are having such a fun time dressing Bill. In the trailer, yeah, in the, yeah, trailer. In the trailer. Okay, because he's worn he's worn a top hat before when he was a hobo. <laughs> in his first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep breath. That's it true. Feels like it a lifetime ago, like a literal yeah. lifetime. Yeah, when you watch that dinosaur it's die. Isn't it interesting? Can I just say, as far like 
like for English people, I just find this fascinating. Why is it that every period of time in England is referred to by who the royal person is? So you have like you have like Elizabethan, Elizabethan. You have Victorian. You have Edwardian, right? Yeah, and and then you have Dickensian. But then you have Dickensian, where it's just like, it's like, yeah, all these kings and queens. And then that guy who wrote books. Well, no, it's still Victorian, but Victoria had such a long reign that they break it down by, oh. like, who was the popular, like, voice of the time. Oh. Because, Dick, like, Dickens like is still... like how Roosevelt had, like... Like, Victorian literature. But there's, like, a big umbrella of Victorian <laughs> literature, because she reigned yeah. for, like, over 50 years. I think of Dickensian as more of a, I think that conjures a more of a style. Like when you think of Dickensian England, you think of like soot and orphans and. Yeah. <laughs> soot and orphans. <laughs> it is the English way. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to, I'm going to commission a book to be written about uh, Charles Dickens and it's going to be called Soot, soot and, orphans, and Orphans. Charles Dickens stories. <laughs> or I'll, I'll, I'll direct a biopic. Soot and Orphans. Dickens. Called Soot and Orphans. That's a guaranteed Best Picture winner, you guys. Boom. Morton Tylum's Soot and Orphans. Uh, so, do we um do we think the weird brain aliens are going to come back because they like set it up with that? Oh yeah, guy. that's right, they did. Yeah, I like this evil uh, business organization, Shelby, whatever they're called. Harmony. I something? I think that'd be. I'd be really into them coming back, not because I especially like them, but because I I like the idea of Moffat going out on his most Russell T-ish season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there being an evil bureaucratic organization. Well, not just that, but like starting it in the Christmas special and then it just like continuing to be like a thread. Yeah, that needs to be resolved like throughout the season. Like, I just kind of like the idea of the his, bad wolf for the yeah. the Torchwood or the Vote Saxon. Or yeah, whatever. man, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of into the idea of him being like you're wrong, Russell. <laughs> Some of these ideas are pretty fun, and Russell's like, <laughs> "Look off, fool! I always knew that they were fun." It would be it would be pretty great if the next season, like we talked about the template. Talked about that uh, last. Oh yeah, the, the, the formula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the formula. Like it'd be cool if he went back to the template. He's like, oh, yeah. maybe this isn't broken after all. <laughs> uh, I just, you know what? When I think about Russell D. Davies and Moffat together, I get a very like uh, fezzy wig young Scrooge relationship. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh. Yeah, you know what though? That's that's the thing is like we were talking about like how tropey this episode is and how some of those tropes bugged you, Nick. But yeah, but I mean, technically, a Christmas Carol is pretty tropey, and that didn't bother you at all. Well, yeah, I feel I mean, like it's just because it only feels tropey because it's in a situation that you're not used to those tropes being in, which is a Doctor Who episode. I just think the uh, I just thought the whole like woman not seeing boy for who he like how awesome he was i thought i, I just thought that was a little bit oh, ugh, you know what i mean but it, I, it, it it definitely didn't dampen my affection for the episode i was just like ah you know what i mean yeah uh, i don't know that's i mean that's lois lane and clark kent i mean that's like the, the tropiest of tropes I, <laughs> right i mean i know you forget because in our universe lois has always known who superman is 
uh, because he she followed him to Alaska or whatever the hell. But, well, no, but like, but but Clark never like burrowed into Lois Lane's life like a bug. Yeah, he did. I mean, he literally works like in the cubicle next door. Like, yeah, and he's constantly being like, "Hey, so how about that Superman, huh, Lois?" And she's like, "Whatever, Smallville." Blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. know, but I don't never amount to any kind of man that I'd be attracted to. For some reason, that just feels <laughs> diff- that feels kind of fun, like you know, uh, his girl Friday Philadelphia story. And I don't know, just the idea of like I knew her when she was in high school, and then now I'm like her nanny, <laughs> but she doesn't remember me. And like someday she'll, I don't know, just for some reason, I just all that stuff kind of creeped me out a little bit, and I don't know why. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Because Lois Lane and Clark Kent feels very, like, adult and professional, oh. but then, like, underneath it, it's like, oh, I want to ride you so hard, Smallville. <laughs> but, like... Well, no, I, I also have to say, like, her favorite husband, quote from the animated series, I just... Her I husband, know. like, like, can we just talk about how much of a monster her husband must be? Because, <laughs> oh like... God, I know! They met, they met in, like, high school and, like, fell in love and were high school sweethearts and were together for a long time like 10 or 15 years and then they have a baby and he freaks out and dumps her. Yeah. Like what 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 is so that? okay okay so 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 maybe 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 one of you can illuminate this for me cuz maybe maybe uh-huh. I just didn't understand this part of the story clearly. So Lucy, right? That was her name, Lucy? Yeah. yeah. Lucy Lombard, great name. Great name off. Um Yeah, alliteration. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, okay, so Grant, Grant, what a name, Grant, anyway, Grant, <laughs> Grant, new she Lucy. She took him for granted, Nick. Ayo. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the one that, she's the one that says, I, I can't, anyway, so. so <laughs> I just, I loved how stupid that was. I, I actually embrace this this episode for the stupid things. I don't. I'm not st- suggesting that those tropes aren't stupid. They're so stupid. Yeah. But I I fully embrace the stupid tropes and oh, the stupidness oh, of it all. Wait. Okay. Sorry. You know what I I think the most awkward scene. One of them in the top ten most awkward new Who scenes. Right there with pizza robot uh-huh. and. Farting aliens. Pizza robot. You know, no, Noel Clark being a pizza robot. Oh, oh. <laughs> he was he was an auton. He's like plastic. Okay, I don't know what the autons are yet. <laughs> yes, you do. They're living plastic. They're living plastic. Oh, oh right, Rory. Rory was an auton. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> I haven't watched series five. Yet. Pizza robot. Um, that. <laughs> okay. He what, yeah, when he looked like when he looked like uh, like an extra from the it's it's gonna be me music video. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Good, yeah. good good reference. Um, I hated the weird squeaky doll scene. Oh, I love that. I thought that uh, was hilarious. I didn't get how it. I just I didn't get the rhythm of like what is it squeak every time there's a lie like no no she's it's a torture thing oh because the noise is so annoying because the noise is so annoying but it's also like she's like I'm gonna 
I'm going to torture this thing every time you tell a lie. Like, that's how I'm going to get you to do it. But then it's also really irritating. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, oh, God, stop Well, it it drove my dog, Diesel, insane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it worked. He started barking like an idiot at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, he was telling the truth. And I was like, I hate this episode for making this happen to me. (laughs) He had to to tell the truth so that it would stop. Give me my pill. What What were you wanting to be explained? I'm awake. Oh right. Um, okay. So, so Lucy's in high school. He's shy because he can only see naked people for like years, which right. is super sad if you think about it for a while. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I just wanted to not see. <laughs> but I liked. I, I did. But I liked that as a how he established himself as like a guy that's just like always looking at the ground. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. So I, I really like that as that ex- for that explanation. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so okay, so he's like, oh, like that's some nerd I don't really know, but he introduced Lucy to his best friend. At what point did so Lucy didn't remember him from high school? No, she did. She, she did. did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought when the doctor was like, did she know you? I thought that he said, like, no, she didn't even know who I was. No, he was like, it was kind of friend zone Like, he was hanging out with her and his best friend, and then he was really into her, and presumably his best friend knew that, but, like, they were, like, googly eyes at each other, so he was just like, yeah. okay. So, so then the dude, J- James, I'm going to call him James Potter. James Potter leaves. <laughs> And then Grant is like, hey, I introduced you to him. I feel kind of guilty. But also, I want to just be there for you. And I need a job. Can I be the Manny? So that's what happened. Yeah, basically. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I I just heard him wrong. And I thought that, like, he knowing that he didn't she didn't know who he was. Reintroduced himself as a new person. Oh, no. That's why I thought so much of that was creepy. Oh no 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 no! She knew exactly who he was because he okay. even she even says when she when she realizes that she's like she's has feelings for Grant on the roof. Um, mm-hmm. She she even says like ah he's always been there for me like you know and now he's even like my nanny and he's taking care of my kid like she was like talking like realizing that like yeah. he was always around or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, can you read my mind? Here I am. The less said about that scene, the better. Like a kid out of school. Ugh. Anyway, okay, so th- th- that makes it a little better because I thought she, I thought he was like kind of back back road lying to her about some stuff. No, he was just lying to her about being the ghost. About being the ghost, the ghost with the most. But but you know what? When she was like, he never lied to me about anything, and he's like, oh, better not tell her the truth about this. I was like, okay, first of all, bad instinct. Second of all, yeah, you're literally lying to everyone on the planet about that. I think she'll get it. Like she's <laughs> not, she's not like like a dumb, vindictive, angry, like shrew. <laughs> yeah. Like she, yeah. I think she'll understand. Like, oh yeah, I mean, you were telling anyone about that, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, that, I thought that was a fun little visual joke where he just puts the mask on really fast. Yeah, the only thing that I would say is that I would be at mad at if I was her. I'd be like, wait, wait, you, Grant, you're the ghost? Yeah. Why aren't you with my kid? Right, like, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> it's like, because I'm really fast. 
I'm really fast. Oh my god! Okay, I'm sure a parent will will would totally be into that. That would be fine. Oh, you're really fast. Oh, okay. Super dope throwaway line. Um, no man worthy of the title would ever leave a baby alone in a in a house. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a good line. It's not even a thing. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. I'm so Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Doctor Who's sure. back. Uh, well, is it? Well, it's it's more back than it was a year ago. <laughs> I guess that's true. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's that. Nardole, Nardole, living in the TARDIS. We will. Uh, we are now going on official hiatus until the new season starts. So uh, if we we if we get like some sort of like wild hair or something, we maybe we'll do like a one off. And we will probably come back if we end up getting a date that's like, it'll be back in June or August. Oh, um, Jesus. I would then, weep. Yeah. But we will, we'll be back if that happens. But well, uh, also, also there's a, uh, there's class still on the horizon. Oh, true. Right. But that's, that's, they're airing it at the same time as uh, Dr. Who. So. Okay. Well, hopefully they both air on like the same night in April. And yeah, they do. Cool. Dope. And then we'll just like review the pilot of class. And then yeah. decide from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, we will be back uh, next year sometime with the light in her eyes. Oh, is that the first episode? Or like it's called like the light in her eye. Okay. In your yeah. eye. It's called in your eyes. All right. <laughs> in your, your eyes. <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> Speaking of uh, creepy things that guys do to women. Um, right. Yeah. Do you know? Did you know John Cusack hated that scene? Good. I think everyone involved should have hated that scene. It's iconic, but it's it's creepy. <laughs> Super creepy, and not was, really considerate at all. She 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 wasn't living by her own by herself. Yeah. Well, I I do like I do like that that scene has given us so many other scenes in movies where guys do that and get shit thrown at them. Yeah. Um, that's. Like from like neighbors, like shut up. <laughs> well, to know Lloyd Dobler is to love Lloyd Dobler. Well, I don't know. He's really into kickboxing. That's kind of weird. And the episode is called "A Star in Her Eye." Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back with the star in her eye then. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, here's a star in her eye, kid. Bye, everybody.